2: guys welcome back to episode 35 of free terrible gamers i'm your host colin here with ashton as always
1: hey guys welcome back
2: all right i was too lazy to research topics so i'm just continuing what ashton done but i'm i picked out a few topics we get to them but it shouldn't be like the last two weeks where we only talk about one or two topics we should be able to hit about everywhere today so we're going to start off with uh Paper Mario 1000-year door is reportedly being made into a remaster.
1: Yes, yeah, so this came I guess last week uh as Colin said, but the leaker has said that it will be coming very soon. So what that means, I don't know. It could be next week, it could be next year. I don't know what they mean by very soon. But but um I've said it before about Nintendo just remastering the GameCube. It makes a lot of sense just to give those a little graphical boost. Example is Metroid Prime Remaster. Just give it a little g- graphical boost because they're new enough to just put a fresh coat of paint on and sell them for 40 to $60. And they'll sell Paper Mario. That'd be a good one to do $60 because it's a very popular and arguably the best Paper Mario game ever made. So people would pay $60 for it. And pay $60 for it again, I should say. Um, but, yeah, I should say. And because the art style is cartoony and it's aged really well, kind of like Wind Waker, it's cartoony, so it's aged pretty well. It looks pretty good to be what it is.
2: Yeah, it falls in line with the whole entire remaster thing with like you said, it come out on the GameCube. Initially, in my mind, before doing the research on it, I was thinking it was the one that came out on the Game Boy Advance. So in my mind, I'm just like, why in the world were they remastering instead of throwing it on the expansion pass? But after doing the research and figuring out, oh yeah, the GameCube is when this one came out, not the Game Boy Advance, so that makes sense. And the original copies are suffering for a lot more than what they were back in the day.
1: Over a hundred dollars. Have...
2: Yeah uh dk oldies i think has it for like 140 and if you go try to buy it on amazon it's gonna be 380 dollars
0: yeah
1: it's it's crazy for a gamecube game which i like collecting gamecube games so i can't really say a whole lot but if it comes between paying a hundred dollars for a game or emulating the same game i'm gonna emulate it for free Sorry, Nintendo. Right. I mean, they've already seen their money from it. I'm not paying them anymore. I'm paying some a fan that's already bought it. So I mean, I don't feel bad for emulating
2: it. No, and I mean, the fact that it is such a, I mean, it's twenty not it's 19 years old at this point. So it's it's definitely seen its day. Like you said, is arguably the best. I think it is the best selling. I think so. Mario. I think so. I don't think it's quite rated the best. I think the rated the best wound up being the original on the Nintendo the 64.
1: 64. Yeah. Probably, uh, but people say, like the fan base says, that Thousand Year Doors, the, their favorite.
2: Oh yeah, no, I definitely know the fan base says says that but i'm just saying right right critic-wise yeah but i think this one does have the best story out of all of them from what i've heard like i said not a huge rgp or rpg person there we go me either uh (laughs) i'm over here talking about propelled grenades
1: (laughs) but he's talking about uh remastering a game boy game technically it's They just did that with uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2. They were Game Boy Advance games, and they remastered them for the Switch. So, like, Don't put it past Nintendo to do it instead of just putting it on the new GBA on Nintendo Switch Online. They just made a remaster for it.
2: Yeah. I mean, at that point, they would technically, with the expansion pass, if you don't already have the expansion pass, so if you do have the expansion pass, they're not making no money out of it anyways. They just added one as a, extra perk of the expansion pass
1: right have, have you played advanced wars
2: i never did play them I played when we had the original game boy advances
1: so it it looks like i've never played them either but it reminds me you remember uh raft wars on mini clip did you yeah. ever play it? It kind of reminds me of that you like you shoot once and then the other team shoots kinda like an r p g but raft wars was a fun. If you're going to consider that an r p g it was a fun r p g
2: you here know, me if we played Ra- if I played raft wars, what, we literally played them at Momos house all the time.
1: I don't remember. I know we played uh another game at Momo's all the time. What was it? Predator oh. wars. Predator yeah. Wars, yeah. Chuck Norris is the final boss. Yeah.
2: All right, moving on. Nintendo Live event is scheduled for later this year.
1: Territory Wars. That's what it was. All right, yeah. Nintendo Live event is scheduled for later this year in Seattle. It's it's this is the first time that it will be in the united states actually the first time it'll be anywhere but japan um but nintendo did announce it nintendo live 2023 an in-person event for fans of all ages that will take place in seattle in september it says experience nintendo switch gameplay live stage performances tournaments photo ops and more Stay tuned with more details, and it has the link which I can put in the description of the episode if anybody's interested. Just you can click on it, sign up there. But um, I've never heard of these before, but they have had them. Like I said, just in Japan, it sounds like uh, basically an E three event, just a Nintendo E three event. You have games set up, tournaments, you know, live performance. I don't know if they do like mario plays or whatever they do but it sounds pretty cool and if it was closer i might consider going but i'm not going to seattle just to go
2: to it no but if you live in an area more than likely you definitely want to be more likely to go to it if if we even have an audience out there yet uh yeah yeah i think the photo booths and everything set up are going to have like the people dressed up as mario and luigi and so on and so forth right
1: Link Zelda, maybe.
2: Yeah. It's, I mean, pretty much all the main characters. I mean, I say definitely Zelda will be there. I mean, Link yeah. and Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. The, Tears of the Kingdom being, being released this year. Yeah. Especially since, what, September is when it comes out. So yeah. at that point, Breath of the Wild will be out for four months.
1: Tears of the Kingdom.
2: Yeah. Tears, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom still so used to calling it for a while too i know it's
1: it's hard to go to it
2: (laughs) until i get in my hand and start playing it that's what i'm just going to call it pretty much
1: less than a month
2: yeah i'm excited 12.
1: amazon better not Uh, screw it up either it better be here release day
2: Better not fumble with all the pre-orders. Yeah,
1: I've had them do that before. I've had most of their games come on release day, but I've had them screw it up too.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's hope not, but I'll I'll probably just do a DLC that way. I'm guaranteed to get it.
1: Yeah, you can do the voucher.
2: That's what I plan on doing, because if I'm going to pay $70 for it, I may as well go ahead and get a $30 value and get another $60 game out of it. Right. All right, uh, Mega Man Battle Network Collection Ratings.
0: All right,
1: as of the time that I've done the research, which is last week, it could change by now. Volume one on the collection has an 80 critic review with four positive and zero mixed and zero negative. Volume two also
0: has an 80 critic review with four positive and zero mixed, and zero negative.
2: guess we got ours from i think mine was a general overall thing because mine was a overall of the two combined Aww. it was a, it was a 77 on metacritic a 79 on open critic and a 9 out of 10 on nintendo life nintendo life yet again giving a 9 out of 10 for any game it, seems <laughs>
1: like. it does they love all anything i mean on the nintendo switch release, really, you know
2: they're like they remind me of like the dentist commercials. Nine out of <laughs> no. ten dentists approved. Nine right. out of ten Nintendo people approve. Right, every time. I
1: love watching them because they they just get in the games and stuff. It's they're funny to watch.
2: Yeah. So as always, Nintendo Life comes in at nine out of ten, skyrocketing above everybody else.
1: I think they're just oh, yeah. happy people We're- over. Hey.
2: <laughs> and here we are. Right, we're going to go one whole 10, 10% above these people.
1: I don't know. Um, mine was just Metacritic, so that could be the difference there. I searched them up separate on Metacritic. But uh, Mega Man has a huge fan base. I've personally never oh, yeah. played them. I know you said you have, but I need. That's, those are games I need to get into because people say they're just complete great. Classics of games to, to experience, so I need to get into them. I just haven't.
2: I mean, I won't say that they're a great game. I mean, they're challenging. They're the old school play style of games where you would expect it to be hard. Yeah. I've never beat one, but I mean, I played it.
1: Right. And he's the in... type
2: person. If I don't be, enjoy playing it that off that well,
1: the only Mega Man I've played is in Super Smash Brothers.
2: I mean, that's not, not, not really close enough. It's That's a little bit easier.
1: Well, I mean where he's in there as a character. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you meant. No. Oh. I'm just saying it's still nowhere near the difficulty level.
1: Oh, no. I know Mega Man. They
0: say it's tough.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I still give my consolances to the guy that beat all three and at the same time.
0: That, that, I don't know how you could do that.
2: Yeah. That's a speedrunner, too. He speedrun, speedran all three games at one time. Like the first, the original three, Mega Man 1, 2, and 3, he simultaneously beat all three of them at one time.
1: I wish I was that talented to play three games at once speed run three <laughs> games at once i can barely I, don't, I can't even speed run one game I probably could if i practiced but
2: exactly. <laughs> oh, i mean that's usually how that that's usually how they get oh yeah
1: i mean when i was younger man i played games all the time i probably could have i knew games like i go back and play games now and i'm a better gamer than i was back then just i played the games all the time when i was younger so i was like i was better at this game when i was younger. But it's just I played them all the time. I knew every ins and outs of the game back then.
2: Oh yeah. I mean that's a natural thing. The more you play it, the more you're gonna be in and out. But now you got the focus, I should say, of an adult opposed to a kid to be able to be like, Okay, I'm better at doing this certain task. Right. Well I'm not necessarily as good as trying to break the game.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean you you come into with a different mindset than you did when you was a kid. You think different. Even playing the same game, I try to come into the mindset of when I was little, but I just, I come into it a whole different mindset than I did. Not that I don't enjoy the games, it's just different mindset, I don't know, it's weird.
2: I mean, it makes sense, it's just general overall, changing how you play, I mean, since we were kids, games have changed, too. It's yeah. not necessarily just us. Right, like, all so gaming's changed
0: together,
2: a lot. I mean, shoot, when we started out, online gaming pretty much, well, it didn't exist. Because what it did, true online gaming didn't come out until, what, the 360 era? Xbox flirted with it for a little bit right when it released right after it released
1: yeah well we didn't have the original xbox the first online console i had was the 360 i mean yeah gamecube had like two games and you had to have the broadband adapter but nobody had it so 360 and ps3 and Wii uh era was the first yeah. true online systems yeah. which not a lot of people knew that we could play online <laughs>
0: Nobody used it. Yeah, it
1: could. I have. I've played Black Ops One online. It's not the best experience, but I mean, you don't lag. But just playing Black Ops One with a Wii remote's not a great experience. I mean, it works. It gets the job done, but Xbox 360 controllers a whole lot better.
2: I would have definitely liked. I had the good old DSL. I think no. I think when we first had the Wii, we still had dial up, and then. It switched over to DSL shortly after. It was still slow and laggy because Frontier.
1: These kids don't know what either one of those terms mean. Dial-up or DSL. They don't know what that is. We're old. I don't know. That's the old-style internet. It was junk. It was good for back then, though. <laughs> I mean, it got the job done. I mean, it was the fastest oh, exactly. around so you, you didn't know any better
2: exactly today it would be completely but, I mean, I unacceptable missed... as you say we are tackling the generation that grew up with the internet all through all stages of life yeah but anyways getting back on the topics nintendo switch online games releasing for april 2023
1: yeah, so uh, they added four new Sega Genesis games, Pulseman, I believe one was uh, Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition, Kid Chameleon, and Flicky. Most of those games, if not all, are completely loved by Sega Genesis fans, but me, the only one I ever played was Street Fighter 2. But, cause, I mean, I played Genesis some, because my stepmom had one, but I mostly played the Sonic games on it, and I played um, Echo the Dolphin on it, if I wasn't playing the Sonic games, so, which Echo the Dolphin, I couldn't really, I don't know, I didn't know what to do in that game, I just swam around back and forth, but...
2: yeah. It was- i've really done in it yeah i didn't know the. yeah mean, i didn't I know,
1: the, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the whole purpose of the game so i just swam around you know going around as a dolphin but yeah i mostly played sonic games so those games the only one i play was street fighter 2 flicky kind of looks interesting you're a bird and you try to get these several different baby birds or chicks away from tigers or cats and out to exit doors it's a cool concept i guess i mean i might try it sometime but
2: Only time I really played anything Genesis wise that wasn't Sonic and it was always the uh at the because they had a Sega cabinet in their office, so anytime I was waiting for an appointment, I would go over there and me and Chloe would play on the it, it was pretty much just a Genesis, but they had a little bit more game options than just the Genesis. But no. I was sick of Genesis games.
1: We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse.
2: Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear, and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena.
1: New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible. Where you go head to head against other players in a tournament
2: marvel strike force are enjoying their six year anniversary you know what that means free stuff just for signing up via our unique link in the description the anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses if you complete each event you can receive special rewards and skins
1: make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out.
2: We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL.
1: Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's
2: soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition, ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Cause I didn't have a Genesis and I don't think anyone in the household will have Genesis, so. Not really one of my thing, yeah. New Sonic, new... I think the sis I had, I'll put air quotes on it, was one of those mini-controllers that you plugged into your TV and then it had, like, a select amount of games that you could play, like, two or three of them.
1: Right. Yeah, I I had one of those, too. But, uh, yeah, Elizabeth, she actually had an actual Sega Genesis that I played. But, I... Personally, I don't have an actual Genesis. I have a mini version, but I don't have an actual full-size original Genesis. Nah,
2: never do I. thing to add to the collection.
1: Yeah, I need to get one. I need to get a lot of consoles for the collection. I have a lot, but I need
0: a lot more than I have.
2: It's definitely a lifestyle choice.
0: And it's an expensive
1: one it's getting more expensive as the years go on for retro games.
2: That's true. I just like how he said at the first topic, literally three hundred and eighty dollars for a game that's nineteen years old.
1: Yeah. It's crazy.
2: All uh, right. Speaking of game that's a little bit newer and it's still yet to come out, Diablo Four Beta has been announced.
1: Yeah, Um. so my source I got was IGN Diablo, Flo- Diablo 4 Beta Server Slam will be from May 12th to the 14th. Unfortunately, players who participated in the first two beta weekends will find their characters deleted, as promised, and progress made in this final test will also not carry over to the final game. So that point there, kind of interesting, because I remember playing beta games of like black ops 3 and my progress carried over to the final version and like uh the 2k preludes they carried over to the final game so it's kind of interesting for me to have a beta game that doesn't carry over to the final game it's kind of weird but um uh, i guess it makes sense in a way but It says, during this final beta weekend, players will max out at level 20 instead of 25 designed as an extra challenge for when they confront the world boss, a Shava, Shava, who will award all who defeat her during the server slam with an exclusive cosmetic mount in the full game. So that's all I had on that. I just thought it was interesting for progress not to carry over to the final game.
2: Progress doesn't carry over, but you get this little decorative statue thing that in your home screen. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Just
1: yeah, I mean, I'd rather have my full progress personally, but, I mean, you do you, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, you figure they should be able to do it like everybody else, but the fact that they're not a game that releases every single year, I guess it would make more sense in a way for them not to do that.
0: Yeah, I, I
2: got that. 20 years old now. Yeah. So, the fact being that this is the fourth one, it's, they don't, like I said, they don't release every single year. So, a 2K or a Black Ops would be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. We got this down pat. While Diablo don't have as much experience in the beta world as what they would have.
1: That's true. But they do have more time to work on in between games than 2K or Call of Duty.
2: I mean, it's definitely a slap in the face to the players that play it all the time because, yeah, I mean, yeah, you get to test out the game before it goes. You get to see how it's going to act. But at the same time, what what is it to you other than just getting an early playthrough? you don't get no progression. Yeah, you you don't really get
1: anything except for the cosmetic mount, whatever that is. So, I mean, kind of pointless to me. I mean, unless you just want to try out the game before it releases, then you go ahead. But kind kind of pointless, in my opinion, if you don't get really any true reward for it.
2: We'll see how many people actually baited it up since really Breath of the Wild releases on the first day of it. Yeah. I mean, Tears of the Kingdom. My goodness, how many times am I going to do this this podcast?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, good luck to Diablo 4. I'd say most people are going to be playing Tears of the Kingdom, but we'll see, I guess.
2: Maybe. we'll be.
1: Oh, I'm going to be. If
2: Amazon...
1: They better not screw it up, or I'm going to drop my affiliate link with them.
2: So, yeah. If you guys decide not to get Tears of the Kingdom, there we go. Uh, The bandit will be there to play. Yeah. It's a river.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was a creek. (laughs) Uh,
2: uh, Free Epic Games for the 27th.
1: Yeah, so Beyond... Blue is available for free April 20th to April 27th. Never Alone 20th through 27th. Breath Edge 27th through May 4th. And Poker Club. I can't talk. April 27th to May 4th. I have never heard of any of these games so I don't know how good they are, but they're free so check them out.
2: Yeah. That's... Epic with their cliche pre games, and they're going to charge you in game for different type of stuff. That's what Epic does, right?
1: And they make good money from it.
2: It's very true, because I mean, I remember. I mean, there's a huge difference from whenever Rocket League was a pay game till now.
1: Oh yeah, completely different. Because I don't think they had any season passes or anything when it was pay game, did they? Nope. I didn't think so. I thought that was, I mean, that's an Epic thing, obviously, but I thought it was added after Epic took over.
2: I mean, obviously, they had the microtransactions, so you could, you know, buy skins for your car or whatever you want. Right,
1: but it wasn't part of, like, a season pass like Fortnite
2: is. No, but that's pretty much Epic's MO is, yeah. hey, yeah, we're going to sell all these games for free, but all these microtransactions is how we're going to make our money from it. Of course you know it's it's free to play. You can earn all that stuff slowly but surely. Right. But it's gonna take a lot longer than just buying it right out.
1: Epic should've refunded everybody that
0: bought the game their money.
2: Yeah, I feel offended at this point from it still. How much
0: did you pay for it?
2: I paid a full sixty. How's I it bought 60? it pretty much brand
1: new. I only paid ten dollars for it, so I'm not as offended.
2: Yeah, no, I bought it I think a year after it came out.
1: Yeah, I bought it when it was pretty older and was on sale on the Xbox store, so picked it up
2: $10. Still a great game. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, do it on, it's fun. But I enjoyed it from the get go whenever I first got it.
1: I mean, I don't mind that even now. It's it's still fun. It's just something you... For me, it's something I want to play once in a while. I don't want to play it all the time, which Fortnite's the same way. I play it once in a while, depending on what season, if the season's stupid or not.
0: Yeah,
2: which, I mean, I guess it's a little bit harder for Rocket League to fumble the season game right. than what it is for Fortnite story-wise just because... It's pretty Fortnite, much the I same. Can, I implement a story while... Rocket League is just like, oh no! Right here's a soccer ball. Right here's the car. Go get it. I
1: do. I will say they need to fix the mechanics on that stupid hoop one, because that don't make any sense. That oh, is yeah. not. That is yeah. not basketball. They need to make it more like basketball. The mechanics on that's broken.
2: I will say it's easier to shoot on that thing than what it is in Two K.
1: You say it's easier to shoot on there than in Two K.
2: I make, I definitely make more jump shots on that than what I do in 2K.
1: Well, you also have a center build, so. That don't matter. They don't matter? You're supposed to be busting threes with a 7-3 center?
2: Yes, I am. Okay. You know how I feel about that. <laughs>
0: Alright.
2: Alright, we'll knock out this last topic. We'll actually get through all of them today. Uh... Destiny 2 uh, failed to release the patch notes to the community.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) what a good thing to do, huh? Uh, Yeah, the the source here is Game Rant. Yeah, it says, uh, Bungie appears to have failed to disclose a number of important Destiny 2 changes that dropped as part of the game's mid-season content update as these changes contain a number of Guardian ability nerfs, which is a big no. Um, This has led to a substantial amount of criticism from the player base, with many fans believing that the situation was not an accident, obviously. Though most players were initially looking forward to Destiny 2's mid-season rebalancing pass due to a number of weapon buffs and other assorted meta improvements, it seems that these came with a cost... Notably, Bungie released a post launch patch note appendium via Twitter during almost a dozen non insignificant changes that weren't included in the full release document. So, after they didn't release any patch notes, they came and dropped like two that had nothing to do with anything. They didn't say they nerfed any guardian abilities or any weapon abilities or anything. They just, it was useless for them to even come out on twitter and say anything it just made players even more mad at them they should have just left it and not said anything but sony bought bungie and maybe it was sony's doing i don't know
2: (laughs) yeah that's usually something you want to tell your players is if you're going to you know be nerfing their builds pretty much yeah like oh yeah I suck at work more than usual. I mean, we didn't get told about the patch notes.
1: Destiny's been out five or six years and the abilities have been pretty much the same and you're just now going to nerf them. If I've been playing this game hardcore for five or six years and you come out and mess up my build, I'm going to be upset.
2: Oh yeah. They had every right to be mad. Yeah.
1: I mean, I have Destiny 2, but I didn't put a lot of time into it. But I know a lot of people have and I would be very upset and I'd I'd expect him to change it back or at least make it better. I mean, make my build the way it's close to the way it was. If you can't I mean, I know it's online, some's more powerful than the others, that's fine or whatever. Nerfed it a little bit but not
0: too drastically.
2: I mean, I understand that, but at the same time, if it is a five, six, seven-year-old game, why change it now?
1: Yeah, I mean, what's what's the matter now?
2: As you say, I'm pretty sure Destiny 3 is probably right around the brings. We're just waiting to hear news from it.
1: They should. I'm
2: sure it's, it's... It's no doubt in my mind that it's at least being developed. It's not necessarily anywhere close to being released yet, but. Which, I think they're close enough for their quote unquote 10 year planet. They never have the first game for them to be like, okay, yeah, we can go ahead and switch over to another game and not feel bad for
1: it. Yeah, well, the first one was supposed to go 10 years, but it didn't. And then the second one, it's going on 5 6. So, I mean, together, yeah, they got over 10 years. So, I mean, they should probably come out with a third one. But, I mean, they just probably keep pumping DLC out for it, and people will buy it. So, it's kind of like Mario Kart 8. It's been out 10, 11 years, and they just, hey, here's DLC, some more tracks. And people like, oh, okay. It's Every single week, it's in the top 10 of people buying the game. I mean, they're not going to release a new one until people stop buying it.
2: Yeah, which at that point with Mario Kart, it'd be like, what's what's hard to release? Because you'd have to do like a Smash Brothers thing, and you'd literally have to have all the tracks at one time, plus different tracks that you haven't seen before, because at this point, Mario Kart 8 has seen probably 80% of all the Mario Kart tracks from the past.
1: Yeah, and the DLC is bringing some from the past, and a little bit of new ones, so... I mean, yeah, you need some new... Some new courses and bring all the old ones back. Don't hold any out on us. And I mean, give us new characters. I mean, yeah, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has like Link and Inkling and Animal Crossing and characters from that. I mean, but bring us the Smash characters like Snake, bring us Sonic and players like that. Maybe.
2: Yeah. Well, one thing Nintendo hasn't done, they haven't uh, done unreleased patch notes for. Mario Kart.
1: Yeah, they at least tell them what's going on.
2: (laughs) They at least give them a warning.
1: Yeah. I mean, they still might not like it, but they're at least telling them, hey, this is what's happening. Instead of just doing it and not telling anybody, and then people's mad that you do that, and then you release two patch notes that has nothing to do with what actually happened. That makes people even more mad. Right
2: you suck <laughs> yeah yeah alright so we kind of met through all the topics for the first time in like a month.
0: it's been a while
2: <laughs> make sure to follow us on all our socials
0: yep me Can't on twitch youtube um kick Right.
2: Support action two ways.
0: That's right. I won't be streaming this weekend.
1: I have family in, but I'll try to be back streaming
0: next weekend.
2: We're, we'll be here to watch you.
0: You've never watched me. Quit lying. i
2: never watched
1: the stream. I'll watch your YouTube <laughs> I know. Colin's but... a Collins liar. He's a liar. Don't let him lie to you don't support me on Twitch, just YouTube.
2: I well, barely support you on the podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Later, guys. See you guys next week.